Welcome to this audiobook on surviving law school. This guide offers candid and detailed descriptions of the challenges confronting the law student and provides concrete, workable suggestions on how to cope with them. The guide begins with a candid discussion of whether law school is a good choice for you or not. We explain why law school is probably not a worthwhile way to spend three expensive years while you figure out what you want to do with your life. After that, we provide guidance on choosing a law school that suits your particular goals and needs. The central part of this audiobook describes the unique nature of legal education and provides helpful strategies for getting the most out of those three years. We discuss how law school differs from most undergraduate school and how to cope with a different style of teaching and grading. Since law school is primarily a preparation for being a lawyer, we discuss career options in some depth and focus on how to get the law job that you want after you graduate. Finally, we offer in-depth advice about coping with the psychological stress of law school. Law is a demanding profession, and it can be hard to balance the competing aspects of your life. Thinking like a lawyer is a widely used term and concept. It has several components. First, it means the ability to spot the aspects of a situation that have legal significance. Second, it stresses the ability to see both sides to every situation. Third, it includes being able to articulate the factors that support or weaken each side's position. Fourth, it rewards a particular style of discourse. Law school rewards those who can think quickly on their feet and who defend their position boldly. The concept of thinking like a lawyer permeates law school teaching. It derives from a vision of what American lawyers do, which is to advocate for their client. It also derives from the nature of the American legal system. Here's a little Civics 101. The United States is a common law country. Our laws come from three primary sources. Statutes passed by the legislature, regulations adopted by the executive branch, and cases decided by the courts. In the American system, each branch of government has a role in making law. The written opinions by appellate judges are the common law. The courts interpret statutes passed by the legislature and rules adopted by the executive branch. The judges also formulate laws of contracts, torts, and other areas. Most importantly, the judges decide if those statutes and rules conform to the basic principles of our laws, which are in the state and federal constitutions. So a law library includes thousands of volumes of court's decisions in individual cases. There are many more books of cases than there are books of statutes and regulations. The collected statutes of a state take up 30 or 40 books about one and a half inches thick. The case law takes up seven or eight hundred books, each three and one half inches thick. The law is in both sets of books. The judge's written opinions become part of the law, and their reasoning governs cases that come after that decision. Lawyers and other judges refer to earlier court decisions when they advocate for their clients. In other words, contrary to what you may have heard on talk radio, making law is an important part of what judges do. It's their job, and has been since before the American Revolution. However, the courts are constrained by precedent and by statute. 
The judges are not free in our system to adopt whatever rules they might like. In our system, there is, of course, a hierarchy among lawmakers. The judges are supposed to apply the statutes passed by the legislatures. Unless those statutes violate a fundamental right, the judges are not free to change the statutes. But they interpret the statutes and determine how those broad rules apply to the specific facts in a particular case. Interpreting a statute means figuring how a general rule applies to specific facts, given what the legislature intended.